the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert and vice president of Essex Mortgage, Eric Kolofsky. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric we're celebrating our eighth year here on the air. Uh, I started this crazy show because of my frustration about what I was hearing in the national media during the last downturn, and I wanted to provide a place for you, the consumer, to come call, ask questions about what you can do and what you can't do in a real estate transaction. So again, this show's all about you. We have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. We have our text line, which is 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. We also have uh, our website, reallifelending.com. A little bit about myself. I am the vice president of Northern California for Essex Mortgage. We've been in business 32 years. We funded a little over $3 billion in residential real estate last year. Doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. What it does allow us to do is talk about maybe some programs that you haven't heard anywhere before and become more of an educator rather than a mortgage salesman, which we hate that term. Uh, Again, maybe you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction. You just have some questions. Text us those questions. Again, 916-806-0606. But the best part of my job is helping you folks get into that first home, maybe that second home, maybe the first investment property. We actually had a listener just buy his first commercial building. A doctor uh, bought something for his practice. So we kind of run the full gamut here at Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We also, uh, I am also the broker owner of Real Life Real Estate, and we have real estate agents that will help you throughout California and the Western states. Joining me today on air, we have Ms. Misha Dimitruk. Hi, Misha. Welcome to the show. Hi, Eric. Thanks for having me. You know, this week just flew by. It seems like we were just here, like yesterday. It does. I was thinking the same thing, looking at my notes for this week's situations. <laughs> and you know that um, we we just are in this amazing time of of super low rates, and you know we're starting to see some some light at the end of the tunnel as far as inventory. So I want to make this a positive show. Or all those people out there that may have gotten frustrated or during the process or maybe have gotten outbid, listen up. It's getting better. We are seeing more inventory, and we're not seeing the, the craziness that we saw during the summer. So kids are back to school. Maybe it's going to settle down a little bit. Do not get discouraged. Talk to us about maybe the problems you're having. Edward here to help and maybe answer some questions for you. Misha, how you doing this week? What, what's going on in your world of lending? Oh, this week I'm I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, this week I'm really working with buyers who have been in the market for some time. Just as you were saying, they they, they got out there hard and heavy over the summer, and uh, for a lot of them, they feel like they got sort of kicked in the teeth. They got their offers rejected left and right. I have one set of clients shopping in San Francisco, 
and they have submitted their 25th offer. Now, the strategy behind this is that they were not necessarily listening to their hired professionals to begin with. The conversation about where's the price point really in the market, not hanging on to the list price, not trying to undercut the list price, and trying to show them through the data on the properties that they offered on and didn't capture where the list price was, where their offer price was, and what the final capture price was and teaching them about market trends so that they have an understanding of how to make a successful offer, not to just make an offer. And that's sort of the the conversation that I'm having with a lot of buyers right now. Folks, let me be honest with you. All buyers want a good deal. All sellers want to make the most. It's just a middle of the road meeting that is going to have to be in order for your offer to be accepted. So, My week is really about helping people understand how to get their offers accepted and gratefully receiving calls from clients who are saying, hey, rates are still low. Let's look at that refinance now. What about you, Eric? You know, I think you touched on a really great point um, of where the market is. And in my opinion, and I'm an old dog in this uh, show, I grew up in the real estate industry. My father was a broker. And so I I, kind of just by osmosis, I kind of learned the business just from sitting around the kitchen table. But, you know, back in the day, you know, your your first, like you mentioned, the buyer wants to get it uh, for the best price he can. And, you know, my dad's modus operandi was offer 15% less than ask. And then, and, and then we have our market. We had the downturn, and then we had where everybody thought you could ask 50000 under ask, and then we had a correction, and then we had a super correction, and now we have a super competitive rate. And I think, honestly, we have a whole generation of real estate agents. And I know that you're out there and you're listening. You are afraid to, act, to, to write an offer for under ask. I think that there is a whole group of real estate agents and brokers out there that – that have lost the art of negotiation. And I'm not saying that this is the time in the market, but you know, I remember people just, you know, they're just not it's not in their DNA to to write an offer for less than asking price. And are we there in our market now? Well, yeah. I mean, if you see a property that's been on the market for 28 days, and you know, we talk about average time on market in the counties in the Bay Area and up north where most of you folks are moving, uh, our average, you know, 6 days on market, 14 days on market three days on market in certain counties. So if there's a property that's been on for more than 28 days or more than the average time on market, it's either one of two things. One, it's in a, it's in a super unique house in an area or maybe has some things uh, against it, maybe backs up to a railroad track or something like that, or it's overpriced. And I think that working with the right real estate professionals and somebody that's willing to negotiate for you, because sometimes the sellers – Needs are not the highest price. The terms may be, hey, I need a rent back till I find a replacement property, or hey, my ju- mm-hmm. new job doesn't start for a month. Uh, there are things that, that you may be able to, your agent may be able to find out about the seller's needs to tailor your offer specifically for that. And just a great example today, I, I wrote an offer early this morning for a place in Tahoe for a listener to the show. And, you know, granted, there were 14 other offers. We wrote 60000 over ask, but our terms were pretty seamless and, uh, you know, we're still waiting. Uh, but on the other hand, like that, if, if there's, if there's a house that's on the market, then, then maybe you have to, you know, reevaluate, talk to your agent and ask why feel the same way, Misha. 
Absolutely. And nowadays in competitive, hyper-competitive markets, we're seeing realtors who are suggesting to the buyers that they have no contingencies. And for those of you who are new to home lending, contingencies are the stopping points in the contract where you say, I validated this piece of information associated with the contract, physical inspections, appraisal contingency, loan contingency, and I'm no longer backing out of the transaction based on what I discovered. And so a lot of people are being prompted to say, don't say any contingencies. It doesn't matter what, you know, we'll read the disclosures in advance. The property will certainly appraise. Now, in some markets, that is becoming an issue as, as list prices and sale prices have a $800,000, $900,000 gap. And buyers sure. are slated to come to the table with cash for the difference between what it appraised for and what the purchase price is. Uh, so it, it's getting competitive in a way that is making some people uncomfortable and that it's not giving them the opportunity to do a lot of due diligence on these properties. And let's be honest, the price point is not small. And these are millions of dollars for a lot of people in the Bay Area. And the opportunity for there to be something costly that you have to deal with in the long run is, is real. Um, now, on the flip side, even a brand new house is going to have issues. So there is nothing that says that every house is going to have nothing wrong with it or that you can expect that every house is completely renovated and has no issues and needs no repairs. Um, sure. You know, homeownership is a relationship. You, you're bringing in someone else. You're going to have to check in with them and you know monitor them and fancy them up and take them out for a nice weekend now and again. So it is an experience that comes with homeownership, but the benefit is that you love where you live. Right, Eric? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, there's there have been some, you know, you see these memes uh, on uh, the social media out there about some of the crazy verbiage and offers. And, and I've actually seen one across my desk that buyers offered to have a taco truck uh, delivered to mm-hmm. the house on day of move out for the sellers. So they would be well fed and hydrated. Mm-hmm. So when they were moving out of the property and, you know, I've seen them buy this house free pizza for a year, you know, I've seen some crazy signs and writers out there, but again, I think Misha is exactly right. It's, it's finding the balance of what both parties want and coming to that realization uh, that, that everybody wins. Uh, I think that we, as we go through the year, we're going to see a, an evening out of, um, of the process. I, I do think that uh, we, we will see some continuing inventory, and I think we touched on it last week, is we have a ton of forbearances that are going to turn into regular sales. Um, and, and we talked about last week why those aren't going to uh, turn into foreclosures and a depressed market and any type of correction, because you know what? If you listen to the show, the one thing that we all have now over last year is anywhere, depending on your market in California, 15 to 25% more equity than you had last year at this time. So it, it is going to be a, um, maybe a – I'm looking forward to that inventory hitting the market, but I do not think we're going to see any type of distressed sales. And I know especially, you know, we've talked about it so much as, you know, we, we, we've adapted on the market and how competitive it is. And, and you know, as we have fun with it with some verbiage and a contract, we've, we've changed during COVID about how we do business. You know, we, uh, how we show open houses, how we don't show open houses, verbiage and contracts, remote uh, telecommuting for work. It's changed all aspects of the home buying process. But 
it's the same thing with with lending and we have all these adaptations and we saw the pendulum swing so tight after the downturn in 2010 you know as far as lending requirements were pretty tough then we saw it swing back now we're seeing it open up a whole other department which we've kind of open it up to the last demographic, those self-employed borrowers out there that really maybe not show a lot of income that I think, you know, there's, we've talked about it several times before. You know, we can quantify your income a number of different ways. And in one particular product, it's just a, a P&L created by you that, um, that, that, that uh, has uh, the numbers that you put on it. It is a pretty phenomenal, I think, what's available right now, whether you're self-employed or W-2 as far as the Alt-A programs, alternate A paper programs where they're not private money, but they're not going to fit in that conforming box. And I know, Misha, you've talked about those in the past, and we seem to be doing more and more and more of those because people you know, are not working for that nine-to-five job anymore, and there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there that have started their business during, the de- during this uh, COVID. Definitely. And the more flexible the lending options are that are out there, the more it's taking us to get the word out to them that just because they walked into their big box bank and were told no when they showed up with their two years of tax returns doesn't mean that that's the end of the road. And that just means that those people didn't have the option for you. Let you know, They're one trick ponies. We want to show you our bag of tricks and how we can take the information that you bring to us and show you the wide array of options that are available to you right now. And because rates are so low, those flexible options they don't come with horrible interest rates, right, Eric? I mean, these no, are really competitive yeah, absolutely. rates. Yeah, they are super competitive. And, and you know, we're going to come up on a break here. Again, if you want to be part of the show and you have a question, give us a call, 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. When we come back, we're going to have another bag of tricks on another product called Reverse Mortgage. We'll be right back after this. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate Wake Up. We are talking about real estate and lending in our current market. A little bit about uh, myself, grew up in the Bay Area, know that market extremely well. We also have a ton of folks migrating up north to the Sacramento region. In fact, we call it the Bay Area influence that are keeping prices and competitiveness extremely high. Um, in fact, uh, that offer I'm writing in Tahoe is from one of our Bay Area listeners. And um, we now, though, that folks are, can work from anywhere. And, you know, why why live in the city when you can live in Tahoe and, and still keep your job? So, again, if you've been thinking about moving out of the area or maybe out of state even, Essex Mortgage is licensed in almost all 50 states. We can help you with that. As well as we have a network of real estate agents throughout the country that we can find you somebody to work with to help you find that perfect home. Uh, you know, Misha, one of the things before the break we were talking about our bag of tricks as far as different types of products and and things that are out there for the consumers. And one of the things that we kind of mentioned the last couple of weeks of the show, but and we promised to do a little bit more in-depth uh, information, is a reverse mortgage. Um, and uh, Misha, you want to kind of give the rundown of what a reverse mortgage exactly is? Absolutely. So a reverse mortgage was a program that was designed for senior citizens in particular. And it is for senior citizens to be able to stay in their homes. So you have to be 62 or older in order to qualify as a borrower on a reverse mortgage. Reverse mortgage means that there is no payment for mortgage principal and interest required to be paid on a monthly basis. Now, depending on your credit situation, taxes and insurance might be added to the loan, or you might still be responsible to pay those on your own. You are still 
to maintain the property and pay the taxes and insurance, obviously. But what this does is free up your cash, free up your pension, free up your Social Security to cover the cost of your living so that you can live comfortably in retirement and stay in your own home. Now, for a big question that we get with this all the time is, does that mean I don't own my house? And the answer is emphatically, absolutely not. You still own your home just as you do if you have a forward mortgage. There's a lien on title that says, hey, there's money owed here. And with a reverse mortgage, the interest accrues, meaning the loan balance is going to grow. And at the end of your life, or as long as you live in that property as a primary residence, that loan gets paid off with the proceeds of the sale or a refinance by your heirs, whoever's receiving that property. Now, take into consideration if you are 62 or older and your spouse is not 62, you can have a non-borrowing occupying spouse. And that means that your spouse who's not on the loan because they're not old enough to qualify also gets the benefit of staying in the home for the rest of their lives. So if you can imagine taking that monthly mortgage payment and setting it aside right now, what would that do for your lifestyle? How would that change the adventures that you go on, the groceries that you buy, your ability to enjoy your later years in life, pay for your own medical needs and health care in cash without creating a financial hardship for yourself should something go awry and you need more cash flexibility. It is specifically to allow seniors to stay in their homes. So it is a primary residence only. As long as that property remains your primary residence, it doesn't have to be your only residence, but it has to be where you spend the majority of your time. Now, there's a few rules with this uh, reverse mortgage as with all loans, but they're all very straightforward and you have to qualify on age. The, the loan amount is determined by your age and zip code. That's the maximum loan amount in the Bay Area, of course, because we're getting the higher dollar amounts available. Uh, we're getting the larger loans and there are even reverse jumbo loans that are available that don't follow those same guidelines of loan limitation. If you are sitting on a lot of equity, you've owned your home, you worked hard to pay into that house and take care of it for years. Now is a fantastic time to let your house take care of you. And that's not the only thing you can do with reverse mortgage. There's also reverse mortgage purchase. If you have the ability to put a sizable down payment down right now, you could take out a mortgage on a property and never make a payment for as long as you live. Doesn't that sound fantastic, Eric? Yeah, you know, it, it's just such a unique product. It's so different for each person. Everybody thinks of a reverse mortgage that, hey, I don't have to make a mortgage payment. And there's so many different ways to structure a reverse mortgage. First of all, it's it's a HUD-insured mortgage. It's like a type of FHA loan. It is, uh, it is uh, very consumer-friendly. There are so many procedural things that have to happen before we can even take an application on you. You have to go speak to a HUD counselor over the phone, make sure that what we're saying is correct. All these checks and balances for you before we even start the process. And what I'm finding is, is there's a lot of myths about a reverse mortgage. And one of the things that I think as a real estate professional is to at least discuss those. But, you know, it is a unique product that I think is underutilized. And again, how would you like to buy a house and never make a principal and interest payment again? And, you know, we use that word senior citizen but heck when i'm 62 i'm not a senior anything guys it's just just the age and the age that allows you to qualify for this program all right folks we come back we're going to continue talking about reverse mortgage you're listening to real life lending and real estate 
You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We love to wake you up in the afternoon. All right, folks. um, Before the break, uh, Misha and I were talking about reverse mortgage and the different ways that we can structure this for each person. And as Misha said, it's, it's a very consumer-friendly loan. There's a lot of checks and balances. You have to be your primary residence. You have to be 62 years or older. But if you have a spouse or a trophy spouse, um, then and they're not 62, they can still uh, have the benefits. And that recently changed a few years ago. And, you know, I, I've been doing this a very long time. And the the changes that the of the reverse mortgage that's come about in the last five ten years has made it much more attractive and actually a really useful tool uh, in uh, estate planning. And I have several uh, financial planners in the Bay Area that are that are sending clients to me because it is like Misha said a sense of security. It's a lifestyle, and you can extinguish that monthly payment on that home you've been paying on for all those years. You've been paying it. Let it pay you back a little bit for the remaining time that you have. And there, there's a couple different ways. Yes, regardless of any reverse mortgage, you don't have to make a monthly principal and interest payment. You still have to make your taxes and insurance payment uh, outside of escrow. You're still going to make those payments directly. But you also, in most cases, you're going to have a line of credit that you can st- use. You can either take a monthly draw, a monthly income, or you can just have it sitting there ready to use uh, when you need it. And uh, it is uh, it has been a safety net for several of my, my clients. And but and one of the things is it is a it's a product that we're dealing with older folks, and we want to make sure that we include if they want family members because we want to ensure that that everybody understands what's happening because there's a lot of misconceptions uh, Misha about uh, a reverse mortgage and some a lot of myths out there and I want to touch base on those one on one and then please jump in if you think I'm forgetting something and I think the biggest myth is the bank takes title to my home on a reverse mortgage and that's absolutely not the case it is titled just like a forward mortgage they are a lien holder, whoever holds the reverse mortgage. The only difference is you're not making payments. And another difference is instead of your loan balance decreasing as you make payments, your principal payment, your principal balance is increasing. But the bank does not take title of the home. They are a lien holder, just like your current forward mortgage is. That is a myth. And I know we hear that all the time, right, Misha? We do. Absolutely. I, I would say that's Probably the first thing that people say when reverse mortgage is, is brought up is, but doesn't that mean I now I don't own a house? Sure. Um, and I think the next myth is bank receives part of my equity um, when, the, home, when, yep. when uh, the loan is repaid, and that's absolutely not true. Nope. You kind of even made not. mention and, on it earlier. And furthermore, to add to that, the, the bank not only doesn't, own any part of your equity, but the bank, it's in, in the instance that the market takes a downturn, these loans are set up to grow with the national appreciation of 4% a year. So in the way the, the loans are structured, the equity position you have in your home at the beginning of the loan is the same as the equity position that you have when you have lived there as long as you have based on the national appreciation of 4%. So you're actually going to have the same equity position. But if there were a catastrophic downturn, like we saw in the past, these reverse mortgages will always settle for less than is market value on the property. Let me say that one more time. You're never going to end up upside down in a reverse mortgage. You're never going to owe more than the house is worth in or, when there's 
death and you pass away and your heirs deal with it, or it's a sale on the property outright. That is a key piece that, of it, folks. You're never going to end up that upside down. That is absolutely correct because, again, if, if something happens to you and, and your heirs would actually be able to, to sell that property, I believe it's 95% of current market value, correct, Misha? And yep, uh, it, is. It, it is something that it bank takes all the risk. If the market tanks, you owe five hundred thousand, and the the property is worth a uh, two hundred thousand, the bank eats that difference. And really quick, I got a text question from Mary. She's asking me, does the, do I have to own the house free and clear to uh, to have a reverse mortgage? Absolutely not. Part of the reverse mortgage process is paying off your current mortgage uh, in the process, and again, still in most cases, having still a line of credit available to you, and again, never making a principal and interest payment again. Uh, Mary, thank you for that question. Again, if you want to talk to us after the show, 925-203-5808. We're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We'll be right back after this. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Hey, uh, before the break, we were kind of going through the myths of a reverse mortgage because we feel it's a really important tool right now for our our uh, our, our our aging folks. And I'm not that far behind you guys, so this is, I think, a, is a unique product that that has gotten better over the years. We've talked about the the myth that the bank takes title to my home, which they don't. We've talked about the myth the bank receives part of my equity, which they don't. Um, and I think another myth is there. Another misconception is that um, the children will lose their inheritance. And um, mm. that's not really the case, right? And and on this note, you know, I always offer folks that are interested in asking questions about a reverse mortgage to meet, you know, with their kids or their heirs so they understand exactly how the product works. And some of them are really welcoming them, welcoming in. And, and some folks just say, it's my house. I don't need to make that. They don't need to make that decision. I've been making the payments for 30 years. I'll, I don't need them involved. So, again, we, we want to make sure that, that uh, everybody that you want to understand understands. Uh, but that's not the case, Misha, right? They do not lose their inheritance. No, they do not. Their inheritance is just as protected, you know, potentially, if not more, because of the fact that your parents or uh, whoever the, the people are who have the property in reverse mortgage to begin with are not spending their cash or their, their limited or fixed income on a monthly basis in order to cover their monthly expense on the house they're paying for their well-being. They're paying for their health. So it definitely gives you the opportunity to not have your money taken in an immediate need to plan for the future because there isn't that crisis moment of, oh, my goodness, we now have all these financial situations that we hadn't thought of and we need to figure out quickly how to keep mom and dad typically underwater uh, or above, above water. Uh, additionally... Yeah. In a reverse mortgage, you actually have a longer grace period of time where no payment is due. In a forward mortgage, you have 90 days from the time that the borrower passes away in order to refinance or sell that property and pay off the loan. In a reverse mortgage, there are six months of no payments required. And if the property is listed for sale, there's an additional six-month extension available. So not only does it preserve your equity, again, the program's designed to keep that equity position that you went into it because the market will continue to grow and typically outpace the interest rate that is accruing. And it will allow you the opportunity of dealing with the property after an emotional loss. You don't have to immediately turn around and think about what the financial ramifications are. 
you have time. Right. And two and two things, now, Misha, is that one, you, you can make a payment on a, on a reverse mortgage. You don't have to. And I've had instances where the kids just make the interest-only payment because they want to preserve the equity in mom and dad's house because they want to keep it as a legacy property yep. in the family. So again, it all gets back. There's no, funny, you can tailor this exactly how you'd wish to do it. Right. And, and funny you mention it that way, Eric, it, that, you know, the kids make the payment because to be honest, most of the time in reverse mortgage, when we explain all of it, the ones who I find the most resistant are the heirs. They want mom and dad to keep paying on the property. They want to get a property with no loan on it. They want them to work hard. Right. And I always put the ball back in their court and say, so are you going to buy their groceries? Are you going to keep the lights on? And uh, usually that just turns the conversation of, oh, right, this is how they manage their expenses. This is how they live their best life. And no one wants to say to the person they're supposed to inherit this property from, nope, I'd rather you suffer so I can get a cheaper house. Right. And again, I think it's just a bigger picture here and it can be tailored to however people Mm -hmm. like. And you can make a, a payment on it if you wish. The heirs can make a payment on a wish. Or again, you can you can tailor this and just sit on the cash. I think it's uh it is a unique property. And let's just say, hey, one day you want to move uh, and you want to sell your house and move. All the escrow does is order a payoff, just like a regular mortgage. You pay it off through close of escrow. You yep. get the balance of the fund of the property's worth and you move on your way. And, you know, we talked about purchase for a, a short period of time. I have a great real world scenario from a listener. Uh, she wanted to move uh, closer to her grandkids, but she was on a fixed income and couldn't afford a traditional mortgage in the area that she wanted to move. And she was able to put down 50% of the purchase price. She sold her house and never and was able to buy in an area that she would never be able to buy in and never make a principal and interest payment again. So there's there's a lot of useful tools. And, you know, one of the things that it's just to get started and we're not going to ask for a lot of personal information. All we really need is a birthday, your address, and if you own anything on the current property. And Misha can go to work and at least get you some numbers to see if we move forward. And again, it's it's a system that spits out numbers based on your age. We all use the same system, so it's not going to be different from lender to lender. Misha, how does somebody get a hold of you if they want to go through the process and actually see exactly the benefit of a reverse mortgage? You can give me a call at 831-435-0385. You can email Misha at Essex Mortgage, M-E-S-H-A, or Facebook or, or LinkedIn. Great. Um, you know, I believe we have a guest uh, for the last couple of minutes on the show, Misha. I believe it's one of your, your your real estate agents. Hey, welcome to the show. We do. We have Mr. Michael Hewitt, sole property advisor, broker, owner. How are you, Michael? Good. I'm sitting in front of a house in 1966, and um, they didn't do anything to it. So maybe they put it on a reverse mortgage, and they maybe they didn't do anything because I'm walking into a time <laughs> capsule right now. Well, there you go. It's a time capsule, um, well, so it's, 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 it's worth $300,000 more. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's in the greatest neighborhood because it's in Carbonero. And, uh, but really, oh. like, it still has the original floors that were put in it back then, the original windows, original roof, original everything. So quite the sight, actually. Um, how are you guys doing today? We're doing good, Michael. We got a minute. What Me? do you got? You got something to sell today? Um, I have a land. I got 26 acres. They just took a listing on up in Boulder Creek. And if somebody wants to put a awesome house up there, it is for 275. So, uh, they have them give me a call. We also have a, a couple places on the West side. Our flip is finally finishing up after a lot of, uh, ups and downs through Corona. 
Um, we have a plethora of properties. I understand we don't have the time to uh, go over them all well, right I'll tell you now. What, I'll tell you what, Michael. Michael, I'll tell you what. Why, why don't you hang on through the break, Michael? Uh, we'll have you on after the okay. break. We'll kind of touch base and get a perspective from you. All right, folks. Again, stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric. I'm here with Misha Dimitruk, and today we have Mr. Realtor Broker Extraordinaire on the line from Santa Cruz telling us about some properties that he has to sell this weekend. Take it on. Uh, 401 Moore Drive in Boulder Creek, three-bedroom, two-bath. It is a two-car garage, flat, sunny. Flat, sunny in Santa Cruz Mountains is key. So that's one you want to keep an eye out on. Nine five four five East Zayani in Fulton, and that is another uh, single-family residence, three two, and then it has a one one uh, um, little apartment uh, on the property too. So if anyone's looking for Santa Cruz Mountains or by the coast, give me a call. Uh, Michael Hewitt eight three one two four six two zero zero eight. Things have. Uh, I don't know what everyone else has seen around the industry for us. We had just like any beginning of school, we have just a little bit of slowdown and then it's going to pick back up and get white hot again. And that's what we're seeing right now. So hopefully everyone. Seeing more inventory, th- seeing more inventory this week. Uh, we've seen uh, um, uh, quite a bit come out in the last three weeks, but we're still below what we should be at. You know, I looked at the numbers this morning, and and we're incredibly below where we should be at. So um, I'm hoping, you know, coronavirus will pass a little bit. I think there's some hesitancy still there. And um, so hopefully, you know, that will will pass and and we can get back to business as normal. At least we got open houses and brokers open going. So at least we can go do our due diligence for our clients before you know we show up with them and and uh, not knowing what we're looking at so that's the that's one of the best now michael about, uh, i want to i want to get your buy-in on this before we have to cut over here to the end of the show but the last four years running we've seen fourth quarter as the biggest busiest time of year am i right and this is really uh, the, the summer season was sort of the holdout and then the fall winter was really the pickup and boom. So I, I you know, I'm, I want you to want you to hear it from from the real estate professional here, folks. The market is still and, there and for you. Hang on. It's it's very much true. And the people who are getting in contract now are those buyers who have uh, stayed the course. You know, and we do, we pick up right. tremendously in Santa Cruz. There's a little secret. Santa Cruz has the best weather in September, October. In the beginning of November, we get the fog coming in. Uh, it's beautiful here. So uh, if you want to make a trip to the beach where you don't have to stand in long lines, come in September. It's absolutely gorgeous here, right. and uh, most people don't realize it. That's true. Michael, let everybody know how to get in touch with you. Michael Hewitt, 831-246-2008, or Michael at soulagents.com. We'd love to help any of you reaching out, and we can fill in the gaps for you. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Michael, for being part of the show. We appreciate it. All right. You guys have a great remainder of your day and week. 
Okay. All right. So, Misha, you know, it, it's just to go to show you that uh, there is a lot going on in our industry, and, and there's still hope for folks if you've been out there and you've been discouraged. There's there's so many new products. We think it's going to get better in the next couple months. And all you have to do is pick up the phone and get pre-qualified. Misha, how does somebody get a hold of you? 831-435-0385 is my phone number. Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com is my email address. Let me know how I can help, folks. Great. And folks, again, we want to thank you for listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate, keeping us on the air for all these years. And we are continuously growing our team. Whether you're a licensed NMLS loan officer or real estate agent, we want to talk to you about the last job you're ever going to have. We want to welcome Choa, uh, one of our new real estate agents for Real Life uh, Real Estate, to the team. We've got a few more starting this week. And we are looking for branch managers with teams for Essex Mortgage and work for us, sit here in the studio, talk about the market, expand your footprint, and give back to the community. Misha, thanks for being part of the show, folks. We'll see you same time next week. Thanks for listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 